0: Hey everyone, it's Bee here, and it's time for another snareway update. So the last two weeks have been quite busy, but we haven't had too much to show for it, which is probably a good thing. And by that I mean we haven't been finding snares in the green belts that we've been sweeping through, which is fantastic news, um, for obvious reasons. So this week I thought I would zoom out a little bit and talk a bit more about the bigger picture. And that is habitat. It's all about habitats, um, I'm sure most of you would have seen Sir David Attenborough's Netflix documentary by now, it's titled A Life on Our Planet, and if you haven't seen it I strongly recommend having a, a watch. Um, one thing that uh, came out of that documentary is that it's becoming, or is actually abundantly obvious that the biggest threat to our wildlife, our planet, and of course us, is habitat loss. Now, at Snare, where we're obviously very conscious of this. And um, if you look at a, at a satellite photo of the and Toti, you'll see it's actually a very green area. Uh, we can see lots of pockets of indigenous bush, um, which has unfortunately become fragmented by roads, houses, fences, and other forms of development. And we can also notice how these remaining little pockets of natural areas are becoming smaller and smaller over time. So, it's obviously vitally important for us to look after these small little patches of bush and making it safe, a safe habitat for our wildlife by removing the snares. But it's not just about trying to conserve and protect and safeguard these small little patches of indigenous bush that we have left. Um, if you watch the documentary, you'll see that there's an urgent need for us to actually restore and create more indigenous habitat, um, in order to ensure not only the wildlife survival on this planet, but our survival too. And this provides an opportunity. And it's actually an opportunity that each one of us can grab and contribute towards by enhancing natural habitats. And we all rely on these natural habitats for survival. So it's quite important and it's actually quite simple. And we can just start in our own backyard. Most gardens that I see in and around Toti are unfortunately full of exotics and plants that provide very little benefit to nature. So by changing our mindsets and planting indigenous plants, we can actually actively restore and recreate wild habitats in our own backyards. Not only in our backyards, we could perhaps get our neighbors to follow suit, and perhaps then we all of a sudden have an entire street that's become a wildlife corridor that can then provide a safe passage between these fragmented patches of bush that we see in and around town. But it doesn't actually matter what scale we do this on. You know, if you live in a flat, perhaps you could just plant bee and butterfly friendly plants in a planter box and put it on your balcony or on your windowsill. Even if you live in a complex, speak with your fellow residents uh, about planting up and changing your small individual gardens into indigenous plants and maybe even invest some time and energy in your common areas and all of a sudden your complex will have its own ecosystem. If you have your own house then look at minimizing your lawn area and allocate more space to gardens. Other than that there's some just general principles that you can apply to your garden to make it more environmentally friendly. So the first one would be to leave the leaves. You don't have to rake away all the leaves everywhere because the leaves actually provide vital habitat for small little insects which then become prey for bigger insects which then could become prey for birds for small little um, insectivorous birds and those birds could then be preyed on by bigger birds and all of a sudden you've got your ecosystem stop spraying insecticides and stop trying to kill every little bug that feeds on your plants it's very important for us to realize that our wildlife need these plants way more than we need a pristine leaf that has not been nibbled on so we urgently need to start planting gardens for our wildlife and not for ourselves or our ego or aesthetics That being said, we actually have some of the most beautiful indigenous plants that are celebrated globally, yet sadly, not in our own country. So, an indigenous garden does not have to sacrifice aesthetics. In fact, we have over 20,000 plant species in South Africa to choose from, so we are so spoiled for choice. Especially when you compare this to the whole of Europe, which has less than 6,000 plant species in total. So not only do these indigenous plants require less maintenance and artificial input like compost and fertilizer and uh, insecticides to keep them alive, but they also multiply readily and most of them can actually grow from cuttings, making them a cheap, low maintenance option. They're also naturally adapted to survive in our environmental conditions. So it's a no-brainer. And not only will you have an environmentally friendly garden full of birds, bees and butterflies, but you'll also be actively contributing to prolonging our own survival on this planet of ours. Whilst this might be a little bit off topic from the snares, I think it fits into the bigger picture of what we're trying to achieve by safeguarding our wildlife and enhancing our wildlife. And we can't do that without enhancing the habitat that they rely on to survive. So I know that's quite a lot to digest, and it's quite unfortunate how... The media kind of portrays our problems, especially when it comes to the environment, to make them seem so insurmountable. And most people's reactions are just to sigh and give up, just overwhelmed by the sheer scale and negativity of it all. But it's important to just note that we can all make a difference. Everyone has a part to play. You might not want to go into the bush looking for snares, or you might not want to allocate your time or your funds to a particular cause. And that's okay. But there are many small little things that we can do to make a difference. And planting an indigenous, environmentally friendly garden is just one massive, massive way that you can contribute to safeguarding not only our wildlife species, but also us. Well, that's all I have this week. And I hope you enjoyed our brief detour from the usual topic of snares. And I hope it got you thinking about how you can perhaps help contribute to prolonging our survival on this planet until next time stay safe and hopefully see you at one of our events soon for more information on snareware please like our facebook page to keep up to date cheers